All the big guys sit on this stupid back-to-back in New York. Peyton Pritchard, of course, did his thing. But Delano Banton, I think, made the biggest impact in this game. Let's talk about it right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finish. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast drop directly to your device. If you subscribe, if you haven't done so, do it right now. Hit that subscribe button. If you are with me every day, thank you so much. I love you for it. Monday through Friday, it's free podcasts come out five days a week. Bonus podcasts on game nights on Fridays and Saturdays. So make sure you're with me. I'm John Corrales. Former pro, now I cover the Celtics as a beat writer for Boston Sports Journal. And today, talking about the Boston Celtics loss. Do we care that they lost to the New York Knicks? I don't care that they lost to the New York Knicks. They played well, I think. Uh, Again, still not hitting from three. They shot 25% from three. They took 48 of them. Uh, I had no real issue with the three-pointers that they took. I really had no issue with this game at all, other than the top six guys didn't play because of a really, I mean, I guess it was unavoidable because I'm, I don't think the NBA would just sit there and say, yeah, let's have them play three games in four nights. That that makes sense. So all the top six guys sat, Tatum, Brown, uh, Derek White, Drew Holiday, Al Horford, Kristaps Porzingis, uh, they all Set out this game. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. We'll get into some of the other performances in the second segment uh, later on. We'll, we'll continue the conversation about Peyton Pritchard, who just continues to roll through two games of this uh, the playoffs. Uh, the, the, the absence of a lot of these guys, you might've sat there and said, well, Hey, I don't need to pay attention to this game, but don't tell that to the guys on the bench because this is their opportunity. This is their chance. We're looking at question marks all across the board and they started Brissett, Hauser, Cornette, Banton, and Peyton Pritchard. Banton played the most minutes, 30, a little over 30. And these are, these are the days, these are the opportunities for these guys to go and earn a spot. We know the top six, top six is set. And I thought maybe you can get, cause yeah, it's a back to back, but what's, what's 15, 20 minutes, right? What's, what's two, eight minute stretches in the first and second quarter for, for a couple of your main guys. Like I knew they weren't going to play Al Horford. I knew they weren't going to play Porzingis. That wouldn't have made any sense. Horford, obviously, because of his age. Porzingis, you do not want to tempt fate when it comes to his foot in the plantar fasciitis. But I thought, hey, Drew Holiday needs reps. Uh, Tatum and Brown 
are still young and hey, 25 minutes in yesterday's game, you come back, you play 20 minutes in this game, really wouldn't have, I don't think that would have been a big issue. And I thought you play, you play holiday, you play him with, with Tatum and Brown together. Let's get those guys a few reps against uh, a New York Knicks team that was playing their whole, their actual starting lineup. They started R.J. Barrett, Julius Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, Jalen Brunson, Quinton Grimes, and uh, Emmanuel Quickly off the bench. So they had their basically their regular rotation. I thought maybe a, a, a few minutes of real competition against, especially a division rival uh, that's going to be playing hard, might have worked. But the Celtics, no chances. The 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 goal is much bigger than a few of these reps. Holiday's going to get his reps somehow. Uh, these guys got their pregame work in. They they got up a little bit of a sweat. Then they get to put on their uh, street clothes and sit in the sit on the bench and and cheer on the rest of these guys. So it didn't it didn't go the way I thought it might, but I think it's a fair call. To, to sit all those, all of those guys. So you give Pritchard and Banton, uh, Brissett, uh, Hauser, the opportunity. Uh, I, I think three players stood out to me and I'm going to start with Delano Banton because he played, not only did he play a little bit more than 30 minutes, I thought he played really, really well. Uh, he didn't shoot well from three, one of five, but he was seven of 14 from two. And most of those were layups and layups against, again, the Knicks regulars. He did a lot of damage against, you know, Julius Randall was on the floor. Mitchell Robinson was on the floor, tough defenders, tough guys, big guys, strong guys, shot blockers, guys that'll be chippy with you. And it's, it should be noteworthy that Banton, was able to get himself to the rim and get some good finishes and get himself to the line a few times and and have a a decent game for himself. And the interesting part of Banton is we've we've known him as a point guard. He's six seven, six eight. Uh, so he handles the ball. He's got size, but he can play off the ball. And I think his evolution as an off-ball player, he's trying to kind of fill all spots. Do you need a point guard to come in? Is Peyton Pritchard too small? Hey, here I am, Delano Banton, big tall guy with, with a little bit of a handle, and I can see the floor and run the point. He can do that. Do you need a wing? You're thin at the wing. Well, I can play off the ball too. Sure, I'll come in and do that stuff. So you want me to do some of the dirty work? No problem. He does have to shoot better. Shooting has been an issue for Banton. It's getting it's getting better, but it's not where it needs to be. And a shooting night like this, one of five, no one shot the ball well, really, uh, other than Shri Mikhailuk, who I'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, I thought uh, Banton showed enough of, hey, I can take advantage of space. Y- you want to put me out there with Tatum and Brown and – uh, I can show you that I can get to the rim. I can finish. I can get you the free throws. I can be a guy that if you want to put me out there with Tatum and Brown and those guys get double teamed, 
I can get to the rim. I can finish. I can make it so when those guys get double teamed, I can punish those double teams. That's an important element to have. So is this one game going to earn Delano Banton his, you know, his role as a seventh or eighth guy? No, that this one game won't do it, but it definitely pushes him deeper into the conversation. So what's his what's his job going to be if he gets this role? Somehow you have to make Tatum and Brown better. Well, how do you make Tatum and Brown better? By being dangerous. You you make those guys better by being dangerous enough, getting to the rim, drawing the fouls, hitting the open shots. That's a huge thing for him. If you can do that stuff and the opposing defense is like, ah, well, we can't double off of Banton because he's going to kill you. He's going to he's going to backdoor cut you, right? Or if you put your worst defender on him or a lesser defender on him, he can break you down a little bit and get get into the paint. And because of his point guard background, if he gets into the paint and then he draws attention because paint touches always draw attention, then that creates opportunities for the other great players. So Nice game from Banton. Nice to see that he can do to uh, a bit on the ball, off the ball. Uh, the uh, the overall game, he he still needs to hit the shots, but uh, nice to see him get uh, take advantage of this opportunity. Peyton Pritchard is always taking advantage of the opportunity. We'll talk about Pritchard. We'll talk about some of these other guys, things that I've seen, good and bad, from the other role players as we figure out. Who, who's going to be on this bench? How is this going to go for the Celtics supporting cast? I'll do that in just a second. First, today's show is brought to you by Jace Medical. Jace Medical is going to give you peace of mind because there are tons of situations where you find yourself in need of some sort of uh, medical attention and, and you don't always have access to a doctor. You don't always have access to an emergency uh, facility. Maybe you're out camping. Maybe it's a weather situation, lots of storms, lots of extreme weather, and you're stuck, you're trapped, something like that. You find yourself in a situation where you need antibiotics. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. You go to jacemedical.com. You fill out a simple form. Uh, Maybe you jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified uh, positions. And then next thing you know, you get yourself a set of, uh, life-saving antibiotics that you can use in an emergency situation. You get a cut, you get something, you get no access to, uh, uh, medical facility. This can help you get through a situation. You find yourself with some sort of maybe a sinus infection. Maybe you find yourself with some sort of ear infection. You've gone camping, you've gone swimming, and now something is, is going on. You need something for the next day or two to get you through. Jace Medical and the Jace case is going to help you out. Go to jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com. Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today by using the code Locked On at checkout. So jacemedical.com, Locked On is the promo code. You get $20 off, J-A-S-E medical.com. You want peace of mind in an emergency situation, they're going to give it to you. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. 
Head on over to Lockdown NBA. I'm there on Wednesdays with Jake Madison, host of the Lockdown Pelicans podcast. We have a lot of fun covering the league. Now there are games. I'm a little bit jealous because I don't get to cover the Victor Wembenyama Chet Holmgren uh, matchup. That's going to be a fun one over there on Lockdown NBA. But check out Lockdown NBA five days a week, rotating hosts. I'm on the Wednesday show. Subscribe there where you wherever you found this podcast. Again, this podcast daily free on YouTube. So subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. Let's talk about Peyton Pritchard. How about Peyton Pritchard just casually dropping another 21-point game? 21 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds. Shot okay, 4 of 11. 7 of 15 overall. 3 of 3 from the line. He did have 3 turnovers, but uh, he also had 3 steals. So uh, a nice game from Pritchard, who I thought struggled at the beginning with the Jalen Brunson matchup. Jalen Brunson uh, is an I'm going to say an all-star level player because I think a lot of people expected him to make the all-star game uh, and he was a snub, but I think Brunson is, I mean, obviously Brunson is really good. So with, with that matchup, I think Pritchard struggled um, and, and having to defend Brunson, that puts you in a position where your offense is going to struggle. So I think that showed a little bit of the limitations for Pritchard. Uh, three points in the first quarter. It was a minus nine. Not that I'm going to take a plus minus, you know, like it was the reserves playing against the Knicks and the Knicks in the second, in the Celtics in the second quarter kind of made up a lot of the, uh, the ground there. And so I, I feel like Pritchard, Pritchard played well. But also we saw, hey, against even and look, uh, uh, Brunson is not a big guy at all. But an elite player, like, everybody's going to struggle with Brunson. Uh, Pritchard is going to struggle sometimes in those matchups. I think we saw. Okay, this is not a situation. If the Celtics suffered a couple of injuries and Pritchard was forced into the starting lineup, like you saw some of the limitations of like, okay, yeah, I, I can understand. Maybe you can understand what I'm talking about when, when it comes to playoff basketball versus regular season basketball. But once that, that matchup wasn't there, uh, Pritchard was able to take care of the matchup. He's normally going to get right. The second unit matchup, third unit matchup. He, he's going to get those matchups in a normal situation with Tatum and Brown and all those other guys on the floor. So that just goes to show that uh, when Pritchard is in the spot that he's supposed to be in, he can really, really thrive. Uh, you saw the energy, the pushing the pace. You're going to see games in January where guys on, on the Celtics are going to be like, eh, there's going to be like 80% of the energy, 70% of the energy. And Pritchard, just because he's a maniac, is going to be out there pushing the pace. And I think one of the mistakes that that Missoula made last year was not going to the energy change of pace guy in situations like that often enough. Uh, instead, trying to let these guys figure things out on their own, leaning on the philosophy of, hey, if this happens in the playoffs, they're going to have to figure it out on their own. But sometimes you have to throw in 
an energy guy. And I do consider Pritchard an energy guy because he always plays at that same pace. He's always pushing the tempo. He is, he's getting the ball in, he's getting the ball up the floor. He is making sure that the Celtics are playing at that right tempo. And when the rest of the guys on the floor, if they're not in that same speed, it's obvious. It forces those guys to play at that speed. So I think Pritchard showed uh, exactly in this in this game, exactly, just like in the last game, what the Celtics need. There's, there's no doubt. However the Celtics play the starting lineup, Pritchard's going to be in that top seven or eight. So uh, he, he has obviously earned his spot and he should be getting regular minutes. And that's that, that's, that's Peyton Pritchard. So then you move on to some of these other guys like Shvi Mikhailuk, who I don't know, man, I, I've, I've not watched a ton of Shvi Mikhailuk. You know, you watch enough to say, yeah, he's a shooter and, and all this other stuff, but I didn't know he was getting up for, for two-handed put-back dunks. I didn't know he was going up and catching alley-oops, but he was out there doing his thing. 15 points, three rebounds, that one huge monster offensive rebound on the put-back dunk. Uh, played 25 minutes, and I think he uh, was uh, a nice a nice surprise uh, out there with some of, the, some of the ways he was able to score. Getting to the rim, Shooting his shot, I thought it was all very important for him. So um, he made a case. A lot of guys made their case. Uh, I don't know what they're going to what what they're thinking as far as okay, top six are going to play this much. We need two more guys, and that's it, or three more guys, or four more guys. Well, I don't know what they're hoping for their rotation to be, but. Mikhailuk makes a case. Hey, when when you see me open, I can hit these shots. I can hit these threes. I can get to the rim when I need to get to the rim. If you forget about me, I can climb the ladder and finish. So I think the three stars of this game were Banton, Pritchard, and Mikhailuk. Uh, those are the guys that were your three top scorers, obviously. Pritchard with 21, Banton with 20, and Mikhailuk with, with 15. And he was the only one that was really hitting from three at a good clip, three of seven, 42, 43%. So uh, guys, guys kind of showing out a little bit, but there were other guys too. Uh, O'Shea Brissett, Lamar Stevens are two, two big names. The big guys, the Mayesh Keita, uh, we saw Jordan Walsh. I'll talk about those guys. In First, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on for an amazing deal. We're in the middle of football season. Lots of action out there on the football field. Uh, bet against the Patriots, I guess. <laughs> uh, head on over to FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're a new customer, all you got to do is bet five bucks. Five bucks on whatever. Five bucks against the Patriots. Uh, I don't even know who they're playing next, but bet on that team. I don't know. Uh, if Whatever you do, win or lose, you're going to get $200 in bonus bets. That's guaranteed. Place $5, a $5 bet on anything, you get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. All you new customers, win or lose, that's the deal on FanDuel. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, this is the time. The app is super easy to use. You got your standard stuff, your, your spreads, player props, over-unders. 
You've got your futures. You you can bet on the Celtics win total. How are you feeling after two games? Are do you expect them to win 55, 60 games? Well, hop on FanDuel, bet the over. Uh plenty of options. So go to fanduel.com slash locked on, kick off the NFL season, get ready for NBA season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. Just ask you if you're gonna gamble, have fun. Please gamble responsibly. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Check out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Josh Lloyd has got you ready for your fantasy league. You want to win your league, you got to listen to Josh. He's going to have you covered. All the little tips, all the little tricks, all the, the, the guys at the end of benches, guys getting opportunities that maybe the rest of your league doesn't know. So check out Josh right where you found this podcast. Uh, other guys here that stepped up in this game, uh, just just running through. Let's just run through the uh, the rest of the box score here to wrap this up. Uh, so I talked about the three main guys. Lamar Stevens and O'Shea Brissett kind of lumping them together because they had very similar games. Uh, a little bit, you know, the defense was okay. I thought the defense overall was okay, right? They They thought they played generally pretty well. It's just that they were playing against the Knicks starters and they gave up a bunch of rebounds. Uh, Luke Cornett, let me just, just skip ahead to him. That Luke did, you know, fine. He sets picks and he had a couple of nice plays, a couple of nice dunks, all of that. But man, he needs to rebound better. He had what, two rebounds in this game? That's just not enough. If Luke Cornett wants to be part of this rotation, Part of it is going to have to be getting into rebounding position. I know he's not the biggest guy in the world. He's not going to out bench press a lot of these other big guys uh, around the team, but you can still get low, box out, and grab some rebounds, and I think that that's Cornette's biggest weakness. Uh, Lamar Stevens and O'Shea Brissett did a pretty decent job. Uh, Nick Nurse was really kind of uh, gushing about O'Shea Brissett's rebounding ability. He had five. Uh, Lamar Stevens had eight. The Celtics do need rebounding, and if if those guys can come in and grab some, that's going to be a big help. But the shooting, shooting is going to be the, the biggest thing. The Celtics have not shot well in their first two preseason games. Brissett, 0 of 4. Uh, Stevens, 1 of 5. Those guys, you're going to have to shoot better than that to make your case. And I, I talked about Banton. He was one of five from three. The Celtics, like I said, shot 25%. They were 12 of 48. Not going to cut it. Not going to cut it. The 48 is, is about right, right where uh, uh, Joe Missoula kind of wants it to be. I thought the threes were generally really good. I didn't have a problem with the shot selection necessarily. I thought the guys shot the shots that they were supposed to shoot. It's just that you got to make those things, and Brissett and Stevens especially have to do that, and especially Sam Hauser, who, what was he against Philly? 0 for, 0 for 5, 0 for 6, 2 of 9 in this game. Get your misses out of the way. Get your misses out of the way now in October, Sam Hauser. Um, get whatever bad, Maybe maybe it's... Maybe he's allergic to pumpkin spice. I have no idea why he's coming out on such a, a bad shooting uh, stretch to start the preseason, but I would much, obviously much rather have him have this struggle now 
then later. But I will say Hauser has done a pretty good job doing other things. He had eight rebounds in this game. When is Sam Hauser tied for the team lead with Lamar Stevens? Eight rebounds, two offensive rebounds. Uh, he had an assist. He had a steal. Just a couple of turnovers. In a game where, you know, look, the Celtics lost by seven. And again, I don't want to get too much into plus minus, but he played 25 minutes and was a minus one where other guys in the starting lineup were minus double digits. So that tells you something. He did have a positive impact. And to be fair, you hit one more three, you get to 33%. And you're like, ah, that's almost where he needs to be. So, but obviously he's a three-point shooter. He needs to be hitting those three-point shots. I thought his, I think his defense so far over two games has been generally not bad. Not bad. It's where it needs to be for him to stay on the floor. So tough shooting night. But overall, I'm okay with Sam Hauser the way he's been playing generally, but those shots got to fall. Jordan Walsh got some, some minutes, uh, a little bit of a baby deer quality to his game playing a little too fast, but you saw the defensive chops. I think in this game, you, you were able to see what the Celtics see in him as a project. I don't think, and I've been consistent with this from the beginning, I don't think he's ready to play right now. I think this game should be a little bit of that evidence in my favor when I say that. But also, I see where it's going. I see why there's a positive feeling about this kid. He's still figuring things out. And when you're a defense first guy at this age, still 19 years old, you can't expect him to come in and just be great right away. There are tips and tricks that he's got to pick up and learn and all of that stuff. And that that's going to take some time, but his rip of Julius Randall and, and finish on the other end, again, a little bit of baby deer quality. There was a, you know, the the drive was you know okay not 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 entirely comfortable but he finished he had a couple of nice finishes uh he had a couple of nice defensive possessions i think walsh is is going to take a little bit of time but next year or the year after you have the real potential for him to be a a solid contributor, a good contributor on a good team. And that's what you want from a second round pick. You got to give him a little time and let him kind of fill out. You got to let him uh, learn the defense, how to play defense, how not to foul out and all that stuff. But I definitely, I can definitely see where they're going with this. Uh, a couple other guys, uh, you know, we saw JD Davison, he had, he had some okay moments, but he's he's not going to be a factor. Uh, DJ Stewart, I, I've forgotten all about him. Wenyan Gabriel played. Uh, he I compared him to listening to a podcast at one and a half speed, but everyone else is on normal speed. So uh, he looked rushed. He looked like he was moving too fast. Uh, I hope he can calm down, dial it in a little bit, and, and play with a little bit more uh, 
Um, just control. I don't know if he's going to stick or not, but he's, he, he was playing, he was playing easily, uh, a little, uh, well, we'll just say he's playing too fast. And then the Mayesh Keita, he's, he's on the, uh, the two-way contract. Uh, look, he's a big beefy dude and the Celtics need big beefy dudes to go out there and box out and set picks and it's not a bad thing to have a guy like that around. Now he had four fouls, five fouls in this game. Um, but he had a, a couple of nice finishes and you need somebody to go out there and, and grab some rebounds. And, um, what do you have in this game? Four rebounds in 13 minutes. Not bad, right? Five personal fouls, but he was three of five. And, uh, I think, look, he's a two-way player, so I'm not going to get excited about a two-way player, right? But he's clearly the biggest, like, the big strong guy of the front court, The uh, you know, at least of the reserves. He's he's a guy that if, if, if he was setting a pick on me and no one called it out, I'd be pissed because I feel like he, that would hurt if he set that pick on me. So as a two-way guy, Hey, we've seen two way two way guys stick before, um, and the Celtics need his kind of archetype on the team. So, I'm saying don't expect it. I'm like eighty five to ninety percent don't expect it. But there's t- uh, you know ten percent of me that's saying, hmm, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe in the right scenario. He can help here or there. So we'll see. But overall, you lost to the Knicks by seven, where they were playing their main guys at least a little bit. 13 minutes for Randall, 15 and a half for Barrett. Uh Brunson, you know, played in the first quarter. They they didn't they didn't play a ton, but you got a good taste of some of these rotation guys against a good uh, some good players, and I think they held their own. So for a situation where it's stupid, it's a back-to-back, it's three games and four nights, I think the Celtics made the most of it. And I'm intrigued by Banton, and I kind of want to see where this goes on Wednesday night in Philly and how it goes as camp progresses in their last two preseason games next week. I Obviously, I will be covering everything. I will be here tomorrow night with a new podcast, Monday through Friday, when they play on Fridays or Saturdays, I will give you bonus content. I will give you a bonus podcast to make sure that you are completely covered. Everything Celtics all the time. It's always going to be free. I'm not going to ask you to pay me any money. I am going to ask you to visit the advertisers like Jace Medical and FanDuel. That's how I get paid, but you don't have to pay me any money. Uh, I am going to ask you to subscribe. I am going to ask you to watch the show on YouTube. And if you're a regular listener, if you are one of my everydayers, my Monday through Friday folks, love you. Thank you so much for making me part of your daily routine. Would love it now if you shared the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends, tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.